Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. <laughs> You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. Chase uh, for this hour. With John Donahoe and myself, Mitch Abay, we've obviously got a cracking hour of racing to uh, cover from the weekend and, well, tonight and then the next couple of days. But we've got a race coming up in 33 seconds at Ballarat and we will find a tip there for this race. Uh, your favourite is number five, Percy's Princess. It was a really good run last time out. Second, went 25 and 28. The main danger is the pink zipping damsel. Uh, I think this greyhound's an improving type and I reckon it can beat the favourite here. So, um I think the eight is good good odds, good each way value, and I'd probably suggest the old one to two basis to get your money back if it runs second. Um, I don't know if we've got any audio for this race oh, at no. the minute, so... Chris, win the previous Nifty Nango, two race starts for two wins. Dabo in here today in 25.36 for uh, Greg Schofield winning the previous. They're getting set down, moving in. Coming to line now, race eight, Birdbrook on the inside in one, Zarbell in three. Percy's Princess, green light, ready to go. Zipping Dams on the outside, about to run. Racing, and Percy's Princess out in the centre, jumped away very smartly indeed. Little bit slow to begin there, Zipping Dams on, and settling to stride, going through. Percy's Princess took up the running by two or three. Over Birdbrook, over on the inside, over on the outer, then came Zalan Bale. Next on the fence there came Zipping Dams on the improved. They were followed further back, deep out by Roxy Smirnoff, well back then. Gypsy Andy Zarbell, and also Layla Hibiscus in the straight. There's Peggy's Princess, the leader, and, Peg- and down the line, Peggy's Princess won. Second zipping damsel, third on the outside there, Zalan Bale. Uh, next then came Roxy Smyrna, followed then... So the five gets the job done. Hello, boys. Hello, Mitch Abaya. Sorry about that. Just some technical difficulties on my end there, but we are all sorted. How are you going, Mitchy? I'm well, mate. I'm well. Uh, yeah, we've obviously just run second there at Ballarat. Um, we suggested the one, win, one to win uh, two to place basis, and, yeah, the favourite was... Going to be hard to beat. Obviously saluted, but uh, two dollars twenty the place, and yeah, a little bit of a technical issue, but we're we're all right now. We're up and running, and uh, hopefully my intro was going to be nowhere near as good as yours, but uh, hopefully that uh, covered for for the start. It certainly did. It was magnificent. It, it th- this is what happens when you know we have to go from trackside, obviously, in one studio, and I just have to shift across to a different studio that wasn't set up the same way. So there's buttons being hit all over the place. There's Things that are in the wrong spot, but a good a good tradesman never blames his tools. So uh, I did all I could, and uh, the the uh, the boys behind the scenes were magnificent as they just roared back from their uh, meeting. Hey, how you been, my friend? How was sales Sundays yesterday? How was your weekend? 
Been well, mate. Been very well. Uh, Sale Sundays was good yesterday. Uh, we found a few winners. Obviously, it was a tricky meet down there at Sale yesterday. But, yeah, we found a few. Uh, obviously, I had Rob Popplestone on course. And uh, no um, participants or, you know, onlookers, part of the community, of were allowed to go down. Or, of course. Uh, it was only about 20 people on course, opposed to what they said, usually seven to 800. But uh, we're going to get down there eventually. But, yeah, the Sale Sundays is good. And uh, I've been well, mate. I saw your... <laughs> Twitter video. I know there's a little bit of heartbreak with the old St Kilda footy side. Don't worry, Andy McGrath's out for the rest of the season for the Bombers. So uh, that's a, a real kick in the guts. But uh, we push on, mate. We push on. There's footy supporters out there who who think that they know what it's like. Now, I'm only 27, so I've only seen you know the last 26-plus years of heartbreak. But if any supporter base out there has done it tougher... Maybe Melbourne. I'll give them a bit of a a bit of oh, a, come on. a spell in this one. But Carlton supporters saying that they're doing it tough after they've got fourteen premierships in the bank, and just because the last twenty years has been rough, the last fifty years has been and- rough for St Kilda supporters. And it was illustrated in that video, which I didn't realise was being taken. The missus had sent it to me after, and it was just heartbreaking for me on the weekend, mate. I, I, as much as we're probably not going to play finals this year, and you know that's that's heartbreaking, but. You know, you just want to win those games where they have a crack. And, and Jackie Higgins looked like Stewie Lowe on the weekend. One goal, six. He had 20, 23 disposals. If he kicks three goals, three on the day, we probably win the game. But it's just those little moments in footy. And, um, yeah, we've had it tough as a supporter base, I'll tell you. Yeah, you guys haven't. I saw Dash's uh, <laughs> post straight afterwards. Yeah. He said about if there's ever a, a team to follow yeah. that's as bad as St Kilda, um, the ups and downs. Uh, I tell you what, though, you said Carlton have had 14 flags. They've also had 14 number one draft picks in the last five years, I reckon, and mm. still can't uh, manage to string you know a half decent list together. So um, I think you, you're attracting some players. That's the main thing for the Saints. But yeah, Jack Higgins, yeah. maybe maybe he needs to learn to just take a little longer <laughs> than three seconds for a set shot, and he might be right. He's got that sort of small forward mentality, doesn't he? Play on quickly, he run around, he just run around on an arc. The, didn't handle the heat. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, it was so anyway. That's, it was a tough it weekend. It, is, but it was, and it was it was a tough weekend uh, finding some greyhound winners as well at I certain heard. tracks. But we still found them. We still found them. We uh, we did well, and yeah, the uh, racing is as good as ever. Well, I I left here on Thursday night. I asked for a couple of tips from you, and you know the one yep. that I didn't back that you and James Vandermart bat pushed race so hard was two. race twelve number two, and it stormed home. The Cobra. Yeah, what a win. And what, was about the only... what about the Twitter video? I had it. Yeah, Tomo needs to just make sure he keeps it on the one angle. We can't have you uh, upside oh, no, down. But anyway, I'll speak to the uh, to the great fudge about that. But I did have it in a multi, and obviously the other legs failed. And I just thought, I'm having, you know when you're in a rough trot, and you go, yep. if I back this, it's going to lose. So I didn't back yeah, it. Yeah, I've had that feeling. I didn't back it, and now I regret not backing it. But you and Jimmy Vandermark pushed it hard. I think Jimmy Vandermark said each way. You went, no. Yep. Nose it. Go on the nose. And yep. you, my friend, when you uh, when you push something, I should have listened. Well done. Yeah, well, we had a good night on Thursday. We the best bet, My best bet of the night, other than that one, got up at $4. Uh, Miles Fitzner's best better than I've got up and watch his run third, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had a, we had a really good night of tipping, and yeah, it's always the way. I, I I know at times I always use the phrase I could sink a feather because si- uh, feathers are almost unsinkable. But uh, yeah, at certain times you just feel like you could stop anything. But uh, it wasn't that way Thursday night, and I hope that you you got on a couple of them to be, to make your life 
and to make you feel a little bit better, I didn't back the last one either. I uh, got too caught up in trying to win the competition <laughs> that I didn't back it, but I still came well with the chocolates. Mm, of course. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. John Dono, Mitchell Bayer with you. Don't forget, Cranbourne Greyhound Racing Club presents the Winters Cup next Saturday night. Mitchie, hopefully we've got plenty of winners in you tonight as well. Um, you are on fire, though. I should uh, absolutely back up what you were saying there. I mean, that, that tip was phenomenal. You are on fire. So hopefully tonight, where are we at tonight? Let me just have a look. Shepparton. Oh, Shep. Have you got a couple, yep. do you think, there? Yeah, I've got a couple down there tonight I like. All right, good. So we'll, we'll, right. we'll get we'll get to that in a bit. We're going to speak to Toddy Gray a little bit later. Your man, you, oh. you always have uh, have a good chat with Toddy Gray. But why don't we go through the meadows now? I just got to pull up the uh, the run sheet here because you did send through a uh, a few links that we. What, what do you want to start with at the meadows though from uh, from the weekend recap? Uh, we'll start at race two, Shepherd into the meadows final for the one to four wins. Uh, this was for six and a half thousand of the winner. Now there was a dog in this race handsome rhino that won the week before at Shepparton in absolutely blistering time. It went round at a dollar ten. I took the same, the first leg uh, first early quaddy, one out off the red. Walks out the boxes, gets rolled, ten dollar pop gets it. Now we interviewed Paula Bella on the show last week on the Friday and we said, Paul, great win uh, the other day with five star. Have you got anything for us looking forward? And he said, yep, I've got a dog in the final, in the Shepherd and the Meadows final, race two at the Meadows, Nianga Boy. He said, this dog, he's got a massive motor. I think he can win the race if the red falters. He's been in good form. Well, the other dog's got up, Auspicious Queen. It's always the way. The trainer will push one, and then the other dog in the kennel will get up. So Auspicious Queen won. Nianga Boy's run second, 30 and 22. The Quinella there for Paula Bella. Great work to the great man for that training effort and a really good win. And no uh, loss, lost admirers for Handsome Rhino. He was fantastic in his run after missing the kick bad. But, yeah, that was a, a really handy race there. There's going to be some real smart pups come out of that one. And um, I tell you, there was a few trainers on the night that really stood out. Langella Langton, one of them, and, geez, Andrea Daly. Mm. The kennel keeps rolling. Winners of race five, six, and seven. Almost cleaned up the quaddy. Absolutely, you you would have been filthy if you had that as an anchor leg in your uh, in your multi. Oh, uh, at what a dollar? Would you say a dollar forty? Dollar ten. Dollar ten. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it, you it might was have dollar sixty thro- earlier in the day. You might have just thrown it in just because you knew it was going to win, and when it gets beaten by a ten dollar pop, and especially if that was the first leg of your multi, you would have been absolutely headless. Delivered. Yeah, you yeah. would have. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, it was a dollar sixty in the day, so they backed it in mm. for a fair bit. The Rhino. Uh, I thought it was unbeatable, but the dog that I also thought was unbeatable, my best bet of the night, which was up on Twitter, I yes. was uh, I thought I'd better post it. Draco Bale, race five, number one. It was two dollars fifty into two dollars thirty four forty five. He won like a good thing, one by five and a half lengths for Andrea Daly. Super win. I know a few of the listeners chimed in and got it got in on the uh, collect there and. It was fantastic to see. So mm. they won well there. They also won race six with Providence Bale. He's, this dog's flying. I heard the watchdog on Saturday night trackside with Damo Watson say that since returning from a spell, he's won six from six Providence Bale, 29.91, quicker than he's ever gone. And mm. I tell you what, talk about a dog in form. This bloke is absolutely scorching at the moment. Absolutely. Anything else you liked from uh, from Sandown, uh, from the Meadows? Sorry. Uh, Japara was a good win of race eight, which is the grade eight series special event, 15,000 to the winner. 
So big money there. Christo mm. Bale was a big run for second, but Chapara, 29.88. A greyhound that I find flies uh, under the radar a little bit. It's kind of overlooked as being one of the very top liners. But uh, I tell you what, it's not far away. This dog is so consistent, always around the mark. That was another winner on the night for Angela Langton. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good night of racing. I know that the form uh, – sorry, the, the greyhounds have been spread across all uh, fields at the moment. Certain tracks, there's feature races on left, right and centre. And, um, yeah, despite the racing, what you'd expect to be pretty thin, it, it's not thin. Uh, the greyhounds still – the quality of each race is fantastic. And, yeah, the Meadows was no exception on Saturday night. Absolutely. All right. We're two minutes away from Cranbourne, then we'll get a little break away and we'll come back and I think you want to just run through a couple more that impressed at Sandown. Is that right? And yep. Cranbourne or is that tonight? Yeah, Cranbourne, those yeah. winter cup heats. Absolutely. All right. So favourite here at Cranbourne in the 10th is Pumping Air, 225 out of the 6th. Uh, box and then you've got Mount View Shark at four dollars forty, Helena's Gem out of number one at two dollars sixty. Where are you leaning in a smallish field? Now I tell you, you I told you last week that Mondays at Cranbourne, tough. I I struggle with. Very I tough. but I reckon. Actually, I don't reckon. I know I'm going to bounce back right here, right now. Number one, Helena's Gem. This dog loves box one. 18, 10, 18, 12, Its last two runs. As long as it keeps its mind on the job, it'll win this race. So it's only won two races in its career from nine starts, both of them off box one. So we're backing the one here to win. Right. And to be honest, I don't think anything else in the race can uh, beat it. I reckon it's the only thing it beats itself. Absolutely. 0499-736-736. If you want to get involved and have a question for Mitch, have a tip. Someone's asked me a question. How's the hammy, Johnny? It's going well. I was due to play oh, la- you, uh... due to play last week, but obviously everything happened. Oh and, yeah, yeah that was the return. The, the return was on. You know, I'd beaten uh, beaten a couple of weeks or knocked a couple of weeks off it with the rehab, and it was all going swimmingly. And then yeah, COVID hit. That's all so. right. Another week to recover. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a Good buy. Right. There is a buy. Uh, what is it? This weekend coming anyway. There was a scheduled buy. So yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm ho- I'm praying. Very, I got every finger crossed that next week we can get back out on the park on the nineteenth. But I'm, I'm Where, just, whereabouts uh, are, you, are you playing? I haven't heard the old Zavarians, the mighty crocodiles. A very social team, just a social. Yeah. Uh, it's the sort of thirds or fourths side, and we're yeah. going along very nicely. Percentage of about five hundred and sixty. We're six, six and one before the break. So yeah, we're going along nicely. So um, I was ready to get back and. Hopefully, a uh, big game against Old Trinity coming up after the bye, and hopefully I can we can uh, get back out there for that. Is it like the country football where you're just allowed you're allowed ring-ins? Because uh, I haven't pulled the boots on for a few oh, years, Johnny. Mitchie. But if you're ever shorter, if you're ever shorter players, just uh, oh. just give us a yell. I wouldn't mind pulling the boots on. All right, I'll have a thing about it. Luckily, we've got uh, we've got a, a nice. Big healthy, healthy list. list. So yeah, maybe next year, I reckon it might be uh, time for Mitchie yeah, Bay to pull not? the boots on. This is my last year, but I'll hopefully oh, recruit geez. you down next year if I'm uh, still involved. Hey, let's head to Cranbourne. We'll talk more about that off air certainly because I reckon you could be a handy type. All right, Mitchie, number one is your tip here. Let's is get that it right? On. Come on. Yep, the one. Then back to mode, and your green light is on. Set to go. Ready. 
Racing, Helena's Gem on the inside, out only fairly, showing pace in the centre, Mountview Ginger. Now Helena's Gem is booting up on the inside. So Helena's Gem's the leader from Mountview Ginger. Come on, Lavendi's third and a bit deeper on the track was pumping air. They corner for home. Helena's Gem, the leader by three lengths. It's kicked away the favourite. And Helena's Gem far too good by four lengths. Second, Mountview Ginger tied for third. Oh, Come on, Lavendi or pumping air, mate. Oh, it's just like shelling peas. Oh, mate. Absolutely like shelling peas. Love it. That was a that was a gift, mate. They have they slammed it late. Absolutely pumped it. They did. Two fifty fixed. It's close two fifty. Everywhere on the uh, totes, it's close a dollar eighty. Jeez, Mitchy boy, Mitchy, that is a great start. Why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and we've got Ballarat in five minutes and I can sense a old-fashioned fill-up coming your way. Mitchell Bay is off to a brilliant start. We've sorted out our tech issues, and we are away here on Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe, Mitchell Bayer with you. Don't forget the Cranbourne Greyhound Racing Club presents the Winters Cup next Saturday night. They're all coming for you. Roy from Templestowe followed you in, Mitchie, and we are away. More winners from Mitchell Bayer and John Donahoe on the other side of this. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company on a Monday night. Hope you had a, a nice weekend wherever you are in the country and obviously staying inside in Victoria. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be out of lockdown in no time. But the numbers today, not as positive as we were hoping, Mitchie, but we've got a bit of time. Quick one at Ballarat for us uh, in the ninth. Yeah, this is a race where they're back the red. Um, they're, they're obviously think it's got some ability. It's been back from 350 into 310. I'm a fan of the six sweet Susie. I reckon each way value yeah. five dollars and two forty. It was a really good run last time out at uh, Warnable, and I reckon it's a ground that gets better every start. So I reckon Sweet Susie could upset the favourite here. I like when a Bayer goes with a bit of value. He's going with the six. Let's cheer it home. Number six at Sweet Susie, Ricky Coleman, Cosby Grumble, five dollars and four forty to rate Yak Yak Mac for Joyce Connor by Aston DB. Starting signal moving in. Getting set now, coming in for race number nine. Coming in now, getting set. Desmond on the inside on box number one. Card decline in three. Forsmore Dream in five. Robert Prince in seven as they come in at the 390 start. Zivving Petra. Box four vacant. Sweet Susie and Yak Yak Mac. Set to go. Ready, race nine. Racing, Desmond Slater to begin on the inside and speed there from Card Decline. Going out fast there, Sweet Susie, and also around the outside up towards the lead is Yak Yak Mackin, two or three lengths away. Desmond on the improved about three off the lead, getting right up behind the leaders here. A long gap now to Robert Prince, and they were followed further back then by Forsville Dream, Zipping Petra in the straight. They're spread across the track. Down on the inside, Card Decline and Desmond. Desmond hit the front, and Desmond won it. Sweet Susie, oh. second, Yak Yak Mack, third. <laughs> oh, Mitchie! It was in a very good spot to make an impact. And I thought it was just going to storm home late. It's finished second. You know what I'm going to do? Because you tipped it each way. It's coming to 270. I'm going to play a little music for you. Just because. Hopefully you took the each way value out there, listeners. Number six, Sweet Susie gets the job done, Mitchie boy. Yeah, it was a well, good, uh, good second, run in the end. Second. Yeah, it was a good run. No, yep. 270, you can't complain about no, that. No, no, you cannot. That's, um, I know we didn't tip the winner, but we did say each way. You did. If you go on each way, you're still making some coin. Uh, Desmond was a good run. It was actually a big run. It's paid 430 on the tote. So they smacked it on the fix. It's paid well on the tote. 
Um, Sweet Susie's a greyhound to watch going forward. I reckon steps up in distance over the 450s. It'll be uh, right amongst them. So probably chuck that in the old uh, watchdog black book and it'll be one winning shortly. I'm giving you that one. I know it's a second and people out there will say, why are you playing the music, all that. Mitchie's just tipped us into a $2.70 pop if you put... You know, you've just doubled your money and a little bit more if you went each way. So I'm happy with that, Mitch. I'm happy with the start you've made to proceedings. After introing the show, you don't even need me here, to be honest. After introing <laughs> second, the show. A second, a first, and a second. Correct. Exactly. You've done very nicely. All right, let's get back to our weekend recap. Let's go to Sandown Park now. What did you make of the third Mohawk Mork? Yeah, this greyhound continues its unbeaten form and... 29.68, first go around Sandown. It is a greyhound that's got some sort of ability. $2.10. It was probably well overs, to be honest, after its Ballarat uh, wins. But uh, it's into a final now, which will be held on the Thursday night. This is a mixed six and seven heat that was on Sunday. The final is going to be probably worth about 6500 And Mohawk Mork showed a little bit of turn of foot at the start. 5.13. It went 18.97 down the back. And it's gone 29.68 overall for first look at Sandown. I'd be absolutely stoked with that. So um, it's got some stiff competition, though. Race four, the Vic Bread here, uh, Series Heat 2. Osprey Phantom, 29 and 47. Went around $1.30, had its box. Um, yeah, put them to the sword pretty easily. But, geez, this Greyhound hit the line well. And, yeah, it's going to be an interesting battle between these two. I haven't really seen the box draw yet. But um, some really smart pups coming out of the uh, Sandown Sundays. That was one you could put in your multi as a little anchor leg and didn't disappoint. What about race five? The time to roll was the winner at $3. Yeah, now this is another one of those dogs that probably adds a bit of intrigue to the final. Makes it through time to roll for Tanya Sincock. Uh, 5.07 early, so a bit quicker than the other two. So it might be up on speed, opposed to the others might be running for a bit of luck. Um, went 29.64 overall, so a really smart run, smart pup. Shandlin Kim was huge in second. Again, this greyhound keeps storming home. I'd like to see him uh, run it over the longer trips because I just think 5.15, it's asking for trouble early. It'll find some bother. But uh, time to roll was fantastic. And this is a really good Vic Breeders final, this one. Absolutely. And the eighth race at Sandown, what about Graceland Bales run, $2.60? Now, I will say this, that the watchdog sent me a message Ooh, on, on Sunday morning. And he said... Someone's made a boo-boo because Graceland Bale, can you see what odds it is there for me next to the uh, the win? Pro- uh, the win? $2.60. What odds does it say? $2.60. Well, if you had have jumped on uh, Bet365 on Saturday night after mm-hmm. the odds get released, they had it at 17s. What? $17. It was crunched from 17s no. into 5s overnight. Oh, I've got a screenshot of it. And then the uh, tab opened it up. <clears throat> $10 in the morning, and they absolutely gave it a slamming. Uh, the one David Taggart sent me a message in the morning, said, any tips for the day? And I said, just follow this dog, Graceland Bale, 10s into $3, and they continued to back it all the way into 230 on the fixed before the jump. So it won like a really good thing, 33.99, absolutely flying. This dog, one of my favourites, I saw a few on Twitter mention it, that uh, they got on it just because I, I love the dog. I've tipped it a few times. But it was a sensational run. And, yeah, mm. geez, I hope someone out there chimed in on the $17. Well, did Tags back it, you know? 
Uh, I think he had too many other things yeah, going on, chipping winners for fun on Sunday. Absolutely. Hey, before we get to Cranburn, some off the uh, the text line, 0499 736 736. Uh, one from uh, Anonymous. What's your best tonight, Mitchie? Need it before I go to work. So if you've got a best for, for this person before they head to work, what is it? Oh, um, sorry. I've got it written down here. Put you on the spot just there. Apologies. Find no, you're right. Just got to find the exact race. I don't want to while, throw on the wrong While you're mark. looking there, big fella says, even yep. JD and Mitchie, stuff what anyone says. JD, if you think it deserves mu- music, you play it. And that's what we do here. We uh, we judge whether it deserves music or not. And that's what I thought. $2.80, Mitchie boy, I thought was music worthy. <clears throat> yeah, I thought uh, it was music worthy as well. I know. Some people don't like to play the music at times, but no. uh, you've got to. I think you've just got to play it. It's, mm. If you think that's what we're here you know, for, we're someone's en- had to collect off it. We're an entertainment-based business, so I think we uh, we have to play it sometimes. Have you got your best there for this person who's yeah, well, heading to work? Um, my best in Victoria, based on the amount of money for it, is race four, number eight, Whiskey Road at Shepparton. Ten, uh, sorry. It opened up eight fifty. It's into two dollars and thirty. So they've absolutely Ooh. nailed it. Uh, yeah, a massive, massive go. Um, and then I also liked one. I know I'm uh, venturing away from Victoria, but up at Albion Park, race eight, number one. I believe it's about a dollar eighty. I went through the form there today, and it just looks like an absolute certainty. I've uh, had them beat before, but it was sorry race. That's a race nine number one, Tyana Bale, a dollar eighty, one four of its last five. All right, so, so to that two. to that person, Shepparton, race four number eight at about two dollars yep. thirty, Albion Park, race nine number one at about a dollar eighty. Was it Mitch? Yeah, that was the ones, and I'd suggest taking the tote option on um, the Shepparton one. I think that it will probably drift out. I know that the money's come for mm-hmm. it and whatnot, but I think it'll drift later on and. Uh, yeah, but uh, there's one other also. I reckon if you like your multis, throw race 11 number one at Shepparton in there. It'll uh, it's a 370, but I'd probably just throw it in for the place at a dollar 40. Beautiful. Hopefully that helps that person who's on his way to work. Make sure you put your names to your text so we can credit all of you out there. We love our listeners, Mitchie. We're going to head to the news. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Cranburn, and we've got uh, Toddy Gray coming up as well. We're going to talk about Sale for Ferdinand Boy. We've got plenty to come. John Donahoe, Mitchell Bale, with you. And don't forget, Cranburn Greyhound Racing Club presents the Winters Cup next Saturday night and free entry if we can go. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we can. Let's uh, take you now to some news headlines. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, it's nice to have your company. Monday night, John Donahoe's my name. It's a pleasure to be with you. Joined, as always, on a Monday by Mitch Abayamichi. We're about a, a minute away from Cranburn Race 11. Where are you heading here? Um, yeah, this is a pretty open race. I'm just grabbing the uh, odds up right now, and I'm pretty torn between a couple, but I think that we can find the winner here. I, I think that the two is a really good place chance, mm-hmm. but I think overall the winner of this race, as I've just lost my screen. Oh, never good. We're both having No, it's never good. Tonight. Yeah. Um, the – where am I? Sorry. Yeah, the five, Shanghai Avatar. It went 971 and 1791 from box four, three runs back. Uh, if it can produce that again, it'll be right amongst them here. But I think the two is a really good place bet. So the five from the two. So you're leaning more towards the five. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd uh, back the five. I'd back the five to win. 
Um, and I'd include right. you two in Beautiful. Uh, exotics or back at the place. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Text us in if you're on with Mitch. If you're just uh, listening in for the first time, you got a question. Feel free to let us know. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. If you're filling your pockets after a big day of trackside, happy to hear that as well because that's what we want. We want our listeners' pockets and our own, I guess, at times to be filled. Let's head to Cranbourne Race Eleven. Eleven. Uh, sorry, 311 metres. The two is the each way bet, and the five is the win bet for Michibaya. Just about ready. Almost secured away. There's the green light. Race 11 here at Cranman tonight. And we're set. Racing, Shanghai Avatar came out pretty well from a centre box, is showing some pace and going up quickly was Brazen King the outside. Brazen King the leader, Baggy's goal quickly up to second now. Then for the back, Burrell and Rocket from Urana Viri and out wider was Why Not Pockets. They swing for home, Brazen King is just in front, Baggy's goal trying hard. Brazen King from Baggy's goal about half a length in it. Then came. Oh, that's a tough watch, Mitch, because it, it bolted out of the gates, the five, and then it got uh, shunted back very, yep, very rapidly. Number eight, Brazen King. I know, and then King. what about the, Sorry, the twos run in fourth as yeah. well? So uh, oh. it was it was a really hard race on paper. You look at the uh, the odds for that race. Mm. Favourite was $4, and you got a $4.65, $5, $8.50, <laughs> So there was chances everywhere. Was. Um, yeah, so it probably wasn't the race where you could go and absolutely slap something, but um, you get those. Absolutely. Brazen King, number eight. $5.10 gets the job done from number four, Baggies Gold at $2.30. And number seven, Why Not Pockets, $1.60 for the place finishes in third. And Mitch Abaya had tipped the two, and that finished fourth, unfortunately, Mitchie. But we live to fight another day. we got t- Ballarat race 10 in 10 minutes, so you get doing your homework on that as well. But we do want to talk about the place where we just had the race, Cranbourne, the uh, the Winter Cup heats. Race 5 is where you wanted to start. What about Hilltop Jack? What can you tell me? $5.50, a good win. Yeah, unbelievable win, this bloke. Um, Dave Gill, absolutely on fire. His kennel is absolutely flying. This dog, 30.06. I don't know if he's ever had a look around Cranbourne, but that is an exceptional win. Beat a really class field as well. Uh, some of these in here, uh, Brugger Dodge, uh, Webleck Whirl, Rockabye Bear was your favourite at 290. It's a pup that's been absolutely flying of late. Xavier Bale as well was in the Wagga Cup final. So Hilltop Jack went around at 550, 30.06. Super impressive run. Goes into the final next week with probably arguably one of the best informed kennels at the moment and one of the better runs of the night. Race six, Usman Kawaja Bale, number f- uh, number eight, $5.30. <laughs> yeah, Usman Bale uh, for Samantha Grenfell was a fantastic run. 30 and 25. I thought it was going to fold up a little bit late, but uh, one, held off Mapunga Reject, who is a box one bandit. Didn't quite salute this time round, and he's been a dog that every time he has box one, Mapunga reject, you just load up because you usually roll straight to the front, nothing to get past him. But Usman Bale done a great job to cross from box eight and has to be a chance in the final. He'll improve. Mm. He's a greyhound that also made that Wagga Cup final. Corey Grenfell had four finalists that night, but Usman Bale, yeah, it's a it's a greyhound with lots of potential and I think it's improving with every run. Third heat went to Persian Goddess at $5.50 as well, number six. Yeah, Greyhound, I can never catch. 30 and 18, $5.50 for Benny Josky. Um, we interviewed the Joskies, actually Gary Josky, on Sale Sundays last week. Uh, he said that they obviously got a few good dogs going around at the moment, but we didn't get the old the mail that they were going to go to Cranbourne. And 
Persian Goddess won well, went 5.42 early, 30 and 18. And uh, I thought there was a dog in the race that was quite a big run, number two, Invictus Rising for Gary Selkrieg. Was your favourite at $1.90? And yeah, it's a greyhound, probably black book. Absolutely, it is. So they're the the Winter Cup heats, and we've got the Winter Cup coming up this Saturday night, correct? That's what my uh, my credit do, line yeah, tells me also, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we do, and we've got uh, heat four of that uh, um, of the Winter Cup. We missed that one. That was Immunity, oh, yes. who beat Nikolai Bale and Sorry. Kuro Kismet. So Immunity returned from a spell. Just run over the top of Nikolai Bale, who was gallant, led all the way, got done in 30.04, and Great to see Immunity back on the scene. This Greyhound's a freak when uh, at their best. And uh, Jason Thompson racks up another win. I did have that in front of me. I just got a little bit ahead of myself there, Mitchie. So thank no you stress, for no stress. bailing me out once again, as you've done all night. Hey, what about Hillsville? Last Friday afternoon suggested multi. How'd that go? Uh, it got up. That oh. multi I gave. Oh. Uh, there was three all right, legs hold in on, there. Hold on, hold on. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Three legs. How much did we get out of this percentage and all that? Um, the Hello George was uh, $2 in the morning. It opened up. Aston Belair opened up $1.80. And the last leg was Pirate Pete, and he opened up about $1.75. So you multiply them all together. Mm-hmm. And I reckon you get somewhere around the $5 to $6 mark. Yes, nice, Mitchie. Love when you're on yeah, fire good. like that. Where that do you want to... Sorry, go ahead. That were the three I sent, the one D tag it for the old Tag Bay multi. <laughs> Love it. Hey, where do you want to look for uh, a review of Hillsville as well? Was there any uh, races that tickled your fancy there? Um, Pirate Pete was fantastic for Jason Thompson, 19 and 14. As a lot of people out there would know, Hillsville was one of my favourite tracks going around, so I uh, take a fair bit of interest in it. Mm. Um, it was a super win, as was Zambora Lou. That was another... Winner for Jason Thompson. It looked one of the, the better bets of the day, but it's a risky beginner. It got a few favours, won well. Aston Blair took out the uh, restricted win final and was it was a really strong win. And that other dog I mentioned, Hello George, it is a Hillsville band. It just keeps winning. Beat a good one up there in Braemar, Prince and Blackpool Astro. And yeah, it's going to be cracking um, racing up at Hillsville soon. There's some really good races coming up. We've mm. obviously got, I think, the Derby's not too far away. There's going to be plenty of racing and feature races up there to get excited about. Um, straight track racing is great racing. So for those out there that like their uh, straight racing, make sure to tune into Hillsville tomorrow, Tuesday, also Fridays and Sundays. I think I have told you this before that it is a place I want to go and sit and have a couple of beers and watch the races one day. It is a lot of fun watching it on TV, the straight track racing. Uh, you can't really get in any trouble out off a bend unless a dog is really just powering out of the gates and running into another dog. So there's no bends to worry about. There's nothing. No. Just nice and straight. If they ping out of the lids, they should win. Exactly right. And I, uh, I'm going to have a little, I might send a little message to uh, our boss, the old uh, Jules Bayard, yes. who uh, looks after us and um, may just, you know, get us down there. Try and set up. Yeah, get us down there. Well, oh, how good wow. would that be? Why uh, not? A bit of a marquee setup. I know they've got a pretty good facility there at Hillsville. There's a room there that uh, I know we'd be able to rent out. I think it's got a bar in it. Oh, well, and there's a, a deck. It's got a deck as well. So we could <laughs> probably set that up and probably try and do some uh, sort of system where we can get all the uh, listeners down as well. That would be an absolute cracker of a day down at the Ville, maybe even one of the big races. I'm writing it down right now. Hopefully we can uh, make it happen. I'll be texting him, don't oh, you yeah, worry. Yeah, you, you because you are a power broker here. I've got no 
pull, no say whatsoever. You can make things happen, and that's exactly what you're going to do. So hopefully we'll be heading to Heelsville. Hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk to Toddy Gray. We'll go to South Australia, get some best bets on the other side of this, and we'll, we'll relive your best bets as well for any of those who might have missed them, and we'll talk about sale, uh, the sale horizon claimed by Ferdinand Boy as well. John Donahoe, Mitch Bayer with you. This is Thrill of the Chase. Don't forget, Cranbourne, Cranbourne Racing, uh, Cranbourne Greyhound Racing Club presents the Winters Cup next Saturday night. Do not miss that. More from Mitch Bayer and John Donahoe on the other side of this. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company on Thrill of the Chase. Mitchie Bay has got one here at Ballarat. Very quickly, Mitch, 20 seconds. Yeah, the one here. Our crowds are dazzled. I reckon this ground's got a massive motor. 2255 Warrigal just wins this if it steps. All right, let's head there now. We've got Toddy Gray on the line as well. We'll get to him very, very shortly. Number one's a tip from Joyce Mitch Joyce Jason in five as it gets out of the 390 start. Joyce Venture in seven. Set to go. Green light. Ballarat race 10. They're set. Ready. Racing and crowds are dazzled down on the inside. Only a fair getaway and showing speed there. Jets to burn. Went through to lead tackle by Black Martini on the outside. Is up to tackle. They'll follow then by Aston Harrison. Third in came. Crowds are dazzled. Whipping around the outside. Joyous Legacy on the move and they were followed further back then by Joyous Sensation and a Zipping Celeste in the straight though. Down on the inside. Crowds are dazzled. Clear. Crowds are dazzled. First, second. Tell you this, you don't keep a good man down for too long. He had a bad run in the last race, and what did I say? We were going to bounce our way back, and that's exactly what he's done. Crowds are dazzled, $2.30. Mitch, a bayer, and just for old time's sake, just because. What a win. You pushed it hard, yeah, Mitchie. Yeah, good run. Yeah, great run. Yep, I great said it would win. I, I made the special effort to uh, tell you in the break. I said, get it up on Twitter and because it was this up. dog can really run. Beautiful. And it was, and I uh, retweeted it, so hopefully a few got on it. And um, Have you been privileged enough to hear about my sound grab that I got uh, Tomo to who cut it up to a T. No, have you heard about that? No, I didn't. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll have to get him to uh, to send it to me, and we'll you play know, it next time. Do you know? No, it's on, it's on the panel. Do you know Mike Breen, Mike, the NBA yeah, commentator? Yeah. You know the what? Oh, when know, he goes when bang. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, Bryant for three, bang. Oh. That guy. Yeah, him. <laughs> so All I've right. got that. Um, it's like for the win, and then and then it goes. I was wrapped that you did that for me. Good. Well, I'm going to try and find that very, very soon. Uh, before we get to Toddy Gray, thanks for holding Toddy. Just one sec. Mick from Bayswater said, Hey, boys, didn't have my phone or anything for Mitch's best tonight. Can you please put them on Twitter or repeat them? I can repeat them for sure. Shepparton, race number four. Race four, number eight, $2.30. What's the name of that one, Mitch? Um, Its name is... There it is, right there. Uh, Whiskey Road. Whiskey Road, race four, number eight, Mick. And the other one was Albion Park, race nine, number one, at about $1.80. One. So that was Shepherd, yep. race four, number eight, and Albion Park, race nine, number one. Good luck, Mickey. All right, let's get to our main man, because we are running short on time. Toddy Gray's joined us from uh, uh, South Australian Greyhound Racing, I should say. I was going to say Racing South <laughs> Australia, but I got my words tied. Hello, Toddy. Hey, boys. Well done, Mitchie. I watched that last one. That was a big effort. That was a real good field sense, that last winner. It was. It was a huge win. It went 22-55 and 55 at Warrigal to start before, which is absolutely highballing. Um, and just, yeah, got a nice run up on the fence, but won well. 
Yeah, no, very impressive. Well done. I hope I can match it. What have you got for us, yeah, Toddy? Yeah, you right. I've got faith in you, mate. <laughs> what have you got for us, yeah. Toddy? Well, um, uh, it's all the way to race eight tonight before I start to chime in. Um, not too much tickles my fancy early on, so enjoy the dinner. Don't rush. Um, I <laughs> jump in at race eight. Number eight is my first best bet tonight. Fantastic Cooper. Uh, look, he's, uh, she's coming back from a spell. Um, her first run back last week, she ran midfield in a much tougher race than this. But her stats from box eight are brilliant. Six times for three wins, three placings. Yet to miss a drum from box eight. A drop in opposition tonight. There's no speed. The seven dog is slow out. She should just be lobbing midfield, mustering to the front at the midpoint. And she's won over 600 metres, so strength isn't an issue. $2.50. She's probably my bet. She's probably my best of the night. I reckon there's another one I'm keen on later. Um, but, yep, I reckon she just wins. The form's not... She's better than her form shows. And the opposition tonight, yeah, she's just brilliantly placed by the trainer. So that was race eight, number Three eight? Seven, 370 in the 250. Ooh. Yeah, actually, that, this was one of the first dogs that got knocked off last night. And the bloke Aussie Shigia, the trainer, he can do no wrong at Murray Bridge. I think he, he trained about four or five last week. He got three. He had four ins for four winners uh, the Monday before. He's, he's on. He's on fire at Murray Bridge at the moment. Now yeah, we'll continue. They, yeah, they did go up at three seventy, and it lasted like it was. It was around mm. like a seagull, a seagull around a chip. That's how long that ride lasted. Uh, Hey, Toddy, we've got about two minutes or so, so a couple more if you've got one at value. If you've got a couple more best bets, let us know. Yep, easy done. The next race, lads, race nine. Um, I like two here, but uh, one's worth just savouring on at massive odds, but I, lo- I do like number one. Race nine, number one, Alcaringa Blaze, $2.60. It's gone for six in a row tonight. Um, now, don't get me wrong, the two-dog George uh, George the first was a massive run last uh, year at Murray Bridge when it first saw the track, but it fell out the boxes. Um, it should be lobbing second, to what I think is the huge value in this race, number five. Have something on this each way. Very, very small. It is 50. Oh. It should not... It, it shouldn't be 50, lad. It is a dead set. Six or eight to one pop for mine. Adam Manton's had this pitch oh. for two starts now. Wow. The first start, it went straight to the front, and it went a sensational first split. And last week, it did something it doesn't normally do. It battled on. Normally, it's one of those dogs, no lead, no go. She lobbed midfield, and she just battled on. Look, I think she leads this, and the one lob seconds and probably runs it down. But at 50 to 1, just have your nickels and dimes on there. Make the one dog your um, your main bet, though, because I think it's my second of the night. Beautiful. So, All right. yeah, something, something small on the five, but mainly the one. one. Good, man. Anything else you got for us, or is that all? Uh, just just one more in the last, lads. This one pretty much writes itself. Race 10, number one, St. Candy. Um, I can't see an upset here. I think it's a dead set match race between the one and the two. But the only thing is, the one can run down the two. The two would struggle to run down the one. And the two stays wide as well. So it's just drawn to get the lovely run. It's 3.20. Um, I think it'll start favourites um, at around about the 2.40 or 50 mark. I think it's yeah, I think it's the better value out of the two chances in the last. Good on you, Toddy. Appreciate you jumping on the line and joining us again. Uh, always a pleasure, lads. Appreciate it. No worries at all. Good man. Toddy Gray there from Greyhound Racing South Australia. Just to repeat, race eight, number eight tonight in South Australia. All these yep. tips, obviously. Uh, where are we? Murray Bridge tonight, are we, uh, Mitchie? Murray Bridge. Murray Bridge. Race yep, eight, bridge. number eight. Have you got to value um, some odds on these for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 250. 250. What about race nine, number yep. one? 260, $2. Looks a really good bet. And, and he also said one at 50s, so for a little bit of value, yeah, maybe an each way bet. Number five, yep. 51 to 14s. And race no, 51 and $14 oh, a wow. place. Of course. And race 10, number one. Yep, 320. Oh, 
boys. This it's a bit of meat on the bone if, for Mr. Gray. If that five gets up and and Toddy Gray's pushed it on air, that is fantastic. Hopefully, fingers crossed for Toddy out there that something uh, that that can run a drum and maybe the one gets up as well. All right, very quickly, uh, Mitch, you got anything to finish up with? Some best bets or anything else? Um, no, not really. Just those ones uh, at uh, Shepparton and then Albion Park and. I think hopefully we can we can get a winner or two tonight. It'd be fantastic. I'll try and chuck a couple up on uh, Twitter and the Quaddy app as well. So be tu- uh, tune into the Shepherd and Quaddy. Mitchie, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll do it again soon. Will do, mate. Have a great night. Thank you, Mitchie Bayer. There joining us as he does every Monday. Don't forget. Cranbourne Greyhound Racing Club presents the Winters Cup next Saturday night. Thanks to Todd Gray. I really appreciate all our listeners joining us and all the feedback on 0499 736 736. Stay tuned tomorrow. Campbell Brown, Cam Luca back. Cam Luke and Jimmy Vandermart for more Thrill of the Chase and more money in your pockets. That's what you do because smart people listen as Tag says and you can do it from 8am tomorrow with Andrew Bensley. My name's John Donahoe signing off for now. Have a good night. Bye for now. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.